The announcement of Threads, Meta's Instagram-Twitter hybrid, has been met with confusion and skepticism. But the most entertaining part of it is the fight going on between Zuck and Elon Musk, the, the Cold War-ish situation going on between them. Now the question of the century is, will Threads actually beat Twitter? Will it overpower Twitter because this is the first of the many coming rivals of Twitter and it's going to get crazy and massive from here. Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show. I'm your host Ashanki and in today's episode we're going to be talking about Threads versus Twitter who is the ultimate winner. After it was launched on 6th of July, 30 million people signed up within 6 to 7 hours of the launch. And now the number has crossed 100 million. That's the craziest response ever. But the easier sign-up process is to be blamed. I mean, all you had to do was just search threads on Instagram and then your account would be made up. So threads is the latest of Meta's copycat innovations. It faces a long slog and it's bid to topple Twitter as the microblogging platform of choice. It has jumped into a feeding frenzy for users that has grown increasingly heated since Elon Musk brought the platform last year. In fact, a lot of people have had the audacity to call it the worst $44 billion invested in any company. But threat comes with a big potential. Thanks to its polished tech, built-in user base and a reputation for better moderation that's likely to please big money advertisers. Also, Mark Zuckerberg's 2005, nearly two decades of experience with social medias and leading probably all of the best social medias in the world will have something to do with threads, right? Or would it just be another clubhouse? You know, when you look at Zuckerberg's portfolio and his expertise with the social media apps, I think threads could come up. But when I personally used it, I'm not really a fan of threads per se. The platform also arrives at a weak particularly weak moment for Twitter, actually. Mass's recent announcement that free Twitter accounts would temporarily only be able to view 600 tweets per day was met with derision. Such moves will likely further hurt advertising on the platform, worsening a crisis that's been ongoing throughout Elon's tenure. It is a perfect storm, if you ask me. Technical troubles at Twitter conversion with a slow news week has set the stage for threats. Suddenly, you have something that's improbable. Meta has gotten into microblogging and people are actually digging it, says John Vibby, a professor in School of Journalism and Media Innovation at Northeastern University, who has worked as a contracted consultant for Twitter. Threads, which is closely linked to Instagram but is actually a different application, has a major advantage over the Twitter copycats at least over other Twitter copycats that are yet to hit the market. It already has a huge potential pool of users of Instagram, and those people can choose to follow accounts they already follow on Instagram as they come to Threads. With the backing of Meta, Threads has a team of engineers that volunteer run networks like Mastodon can't rival. People can also post Threads directly to their Instagram stories. And according to a post yesterday from Instagram head Adam Masseri, Threads will eventually have support for ActivityPub, the protocol behind Mastodon, which will let people take their followers to another service if they leave Threads or the app ever shuts down. Threads can't do everything that Twitter can. I mean, of course, we saw a lot of things that people are complaining about, and the more people use Threads, the more complaints keep coming out. For instance, people need an Instagram account to sign up. 
Anthrax is not available in the European Union, which has strict privacy standards that the app doesn't meet. The feed defaults to a mix of accounts people follow and a slurry of posts selected by an algorithm. There is no DM feature and the feed's order is algorithmic, not chronological. Threads also doesn't have a trending topics section and the search feature seems to only bring up accounts, not posts or topics, which makes it less appealing for anyone following big news events. Also, there are no ads yet. But Zuckerberg said he's waiting for a billion users to sign up to the platform first before introducing ads or even thinking about it in that direction. I'm pretty sure he has thought about it, but yeah, it makes sense for him for wait for a billion users to come up before actually introducing ads or monetizing the app. Threads did have a mostly smoother launch and a largely positive reception, aside from a slight hiccup when Zuckerberg's own thread failed to load this morning. Still, microblogging remains a risky bet, as social platforms focusing on it haven't been consistently profitable. At the same time, threads may boost Meta's brand as Twitter's reputation falters. It's also a chance to capitalize on advertisers that have ditched Twitter. After months of chaos at Twitter, many people are looking for something different. But most have yet to comment to a single platform, which is good news for threads. They've definitely got a fighting chance if all of their predictions for communities and individuals are firmly in place. Says Tama Levo, a professor of internet studies at Curtin University in Australia. If threats can displace Twitter's current toxicity, it may as well steal Musk's crown. That also matters to brand, and by extension advertisers, was flooded threads as it's open to users. Netflix and Spotify were there right away, as were the news organizations. So was iGeek's blog, you guys. Are you following iGeek's blog on threads? If you're not, just check it out. We do some pretty cool stuff out there. Instagram has long been brand friendly, and Twitter is increasingly losing trust. It is a play for advertising. Matthew Bailey, principal analyst of media and entertainment at consultancy firm Omida, says Meta's venture into threats. If you want to pick up that exodus of Twitter advertisers, developing this brand-safe environment is very crucial. The debut is only the latest of many would-be rivals, from Mastodon to Blue Sky to conservative upstarts Grab and Parler, and even Donald Trump's personal bully pulpit, Truth Social. None of the challenges has managed to land the coup de grace and it's unlikely that they ever will. They can't capture the same sense of conflict. There are too many of them for any of them to feel like the one essential place to be. And most of all, everyone is still so obsessed with Twitter to give something new a chance. Understanding that Twitter won't just die already requires understanding what made it so alive to start with. One answer comes from the man himself. It is definitely preferable to be attacked by strangers on Twitter than indulge in the false happiness of hide of the pain Instagram. He does have a point. Just as Gab and Parler never managed to take off because you can't troll the libs where there aren't any libs. Now it's fair to wonder whether the libs kind of like being trolled. Or at least the back and forth, urged on by algorithms with a bias toward the sensation, was what kept everyone, regardless of political affiliation, posting. Contending with doxing or death threats or racist slurs obviously was never fun. But dismantling stupidly offensive opinions and watching the likes roll in surely was. The replies to particularly bad or oh so bad that they were good tweets became the trenches of the culture war and it felt too good to fight. Twitter is still divided into two different sections whereas one is just the shitposting section and the other section is the money Twitter. And you know... 
I suck at it. I mean, I love going through all the shit posts. I occasionally shit post, but the money Twitter, it's beyond my understanding. And I'm going to need a lot of time to understand that. But still, whether you're trying to make money out of it, or you're just trying to troll someone out there, or you're just trying to make it your virtual diary, Twitter has been the place for you. Sometimes it's playful. Sometimes the fighting is serious. Sometimes it's hard to tell. The trouble for apps like Blue Sky is that people are rushing to them from Twitter because they don't like Musk's flirtation with the right wing. These refugees generally disagree with the Tesla CEO and agree with each other. Now, Blue Sky is a playful and pleasant bubble, but it's still a bubble. Thread has different struggles that produces a similar effect. The app has sucked in more than 100 million signups in its first week by building on people's existing Instagram networks. And Instagram was made more for keeping up with the high school pals like the Kardashians or tracking down gluten-free baking trips than for off-kilter riffing about where the cocaine in the White House came from. The result is that we're treated to observations no more provocative than raisins don't belong on any food. One of the first popular post threads served me. Or brands and celebrities lamely promoting themselves. Thread is kind of like love and blind because everybody is about the engagement, <laughs> says Netflix. Although there was this uh, one thread by uh, MKBHT that really connected to me was that he saw something really interesting, okay? But a random scroll and he just couldn't find it anymore. And that just sucks about thread. Also not being able to see the following count, not being able to DM the person. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of threads, man. It sucks. This leads to the second thing dooming in the blue skies, threads, mastodons and beyond. The sense of conflict created by Twitter's ideology, diverse user base and range-stalking algorithm also provided a sense of importance. Now, when you talk on Twitter, no, you're a part of the discourse. You feel important, you feel wanted because you're giving your opinion there. You can see how many people have read your opinion, a lot of people like your opinion, commented, queued, tweeted, a lot of things happened, right? Even Facebook, the industry's original juggernaut, always felt a little like a series of smaller networks, sometimes overlapping rather than one big network on which the whole world was interacting at once. Twitter wasn't a place to have a public conversation. It was the place to have the public conversation. Was this an illusion? Well, yeah, but it was alluring. With Twitter now foundering, users are looking for something that makes them feel just as much in the thick of things. They're not going to find it. The same illusion simply cannot survive unless there's a feeling that everyone who's anyone on a site, and not everyone who's anyone, is going to be of any on the burgeoning sites. If they've tried to be on them all at once, the smartphones will run out of storage spaces. And you're going to get bored if you're seeing the same people on every damn platform talking about the same damn thing. That introduces the biggest problem of all these aspiring substitutes. They cannot replicate Twitter. No, can't give me the feeling. Change my mind. Can't give me the feeling. Instead, they need to do what Twitter itself did over the years to evolve from a place where Ashton Kutcher commented on a salad to a place where the President of the United States threatened North Korea. They need to grow into their own identities on their own terms. And right now, they can't. Because too many of them are there and Twitter addicts are still coming back to Twitter addicts. Becoming Twitter addicts. They just can't leave Twitter. Even when we think we've got, yes. The first, I remember the first day I downloaded threads, no? I went to threads, I posted a thread, I came back to Twitter. I was seeing the threads was trending and I was reading everyone memeing about it. And every day, my connection with threads is, I go to the explore section in Twitter, I see whether the hashtag is still trending, I Google it, I see what problems people are facing and that's it. That's how much I love Twitter, that's how much I'm addicted to Twitter. It's just hard coming back from that place. And that's not going to change. The platform is still the coolest club anyone has ever belonged to, so expatriates keep looking longingly back at it. What do we call post on Blue Sky? Skeets? 
as long as Twitter is around, we're going to be talking about it so much that there will be no discourse, no thick of things anywhere else. For any of those apps to have a chance to kill Twitter, people will have to let go of Twitter. And for people to let go of Twitter, Twitter really has to die. This is a paradox with only one resolution. Twitter must be killed by its own hands. The good news? Elon Musk seems to be well on his way. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are in a constant war of wars these days. The friction has significantly increased since the launch of Threads last week. The duo has no fail to take jibes on each other online, but things have started to go personal now as Mark calls Zuckerberg a cuck in the latest post. Responding to a screen grab of the Threads post by fast food chain Wendy's, Elon Musk wrote, Zuck is a cuck. The burger joined in his post can be seen joining that Zuckerberg should go to space just really to make him mad, lol. This clearly refers to Elon Musk's SpaceX. Meta CEO replied to Wendy's post with a haha emoji. Musk has filed a lawsuit against Meta Platform. He even fired a letter to Zuckerberg through his Twitter lawyer, Alex Pirro, accusing Zuckerberg's company of engaging in systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. Twitter intends to strictly enforce its intellectual property rights and demands that Meta takes immediate steps to stop using any Twitter trade secrets or any highly confidential information. Twitter reserves all rights, including, but not limited to, the right to seek both civil remedies and injective relief without further notice to prevent any further retention, disclosure, or use of its intellectual property by Meta. Read the contents of the letter. See, the thing is, this is a really interesting world to watch because A, it is between the two most powerful men in the world, that is Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. B, Elon Musk is shit scared. And Zuckerberg is surprisingly cool for the entire situation. He's very nonchalant about the whole situation. It's like he's way too confident in his skills and his team and he knows he's going to beat Musk out of it. And Elon has gone crazy, man. He's getting crazy by the day. But this is not just, I mean, this is all gossip, right? The reality is we need to focus on both the apps and see which app is coming out as a winner. My opinion, I have stopped using threads. I'm back to Twitter. I love being a lurker on Twitter and I think I'm going to continue that for the next few months. I just couldn't get the hang of threads. You know, there was a time when Clubhouse came out. I tried using Clubhouse, but I just couldn't enjoy it, man. There are some apps you just don't connect to and threads isn't doing the thing for me. But I would love to know your opinions about thread and what do you think or who do you support in the threads versus Twitter saga? Who's going to come out as the ultimate winner? Don't forget to share your views by connecting with us on our social media channels because we're available everywhere. Yes, even on threads as iGeeks blog. If you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram, Harshanki with an extra eye. I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, hopefully a tech rumor or testing a product. So don't forget to tune into the iGeeks blog show. Signing off. Sayonara.